Mary Fred stepping out is whack. It's got poor Wayne locked up in his shack. Riley Jonesy and Shorzy are helping the Eagles scoresy. Meanwhile, Stuart is looking real jacked. That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Dorrance oh, podcast. Fuck. The produce stand. Ah, uh, fucking sexy. <laughs> fucking sexy. Oh, hell's broken loose. It's Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> that means we're once again hanging out at the produce stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one will get right down that big hole with you like Shadow did in Homeward Bound. I am Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is a lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the Vagabond Victor. Vagabond. Vagabond. <laughs> and joining us this week, she's the owner and proprietor of Postage.Store. That's right. The namesake of our MVP segment. But despite that distinction, she says her claim to fame is that she once made Michelle Wolf laugh out loud in the ladies' room. She's a, she's a patron and a good gal. She's a really good gal. Please join me in making some noise for Anna. Wondrous! Oh my god! Thank oh, you guys. Good to be back. Oh my god! 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 Oh my um, where are we? Is uh, gonna be how are you now, Matt, Tanya, Al, Victor, and our guest T- Anna is gonna have the last word. So, Matt, how was your week? <laughs> Busy, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I'm exhausted. So I've been I've been pounding back before the show here, just getting ready to go, like to have ready to have a few laughs. Mm-hmm. It's been a it's been a long week. Uh, wifey's been sick, so oh, no. that's she's been literally at a commission for like the last three days straight. So that's been fun. Um, she's okay, but just, just had a rough week. Um, beside from that, I mean, I, I tried brewing beer again on the weekend. That was fun. Yeah, I uh, didn't go that great. I, I I'm hoping it's beer at the end of the process, but I, I did have a big overflow and that's my first time experiencing that. So we had, it was fun. You know, you get to try to make the beer and you, you boil it on your stove and then it overflows and makes a mess all over your kitchen. So then you get to spend three hours cleaning your kitchen. So that's fun too. Um, <laughs> I'm but getting yeah. deja vu. Cause last time I was on, I believe you were also brewing beer. Oh yeah. Matt's always brewing, but, uh, it's been a while actually since you brewed the best. <laughs> no, it has been a while. Yeah. It has been a while. And, and I finally, it's weird. This was, I did an IPA this time. Last time I did a Kolsch. I don't know what's, if it's something different in what's in the ingredients, but mm-hmm. man, this one just got away from me fast. It went from like <laughs> zero to basically a bomb going off in my kitchen. And we didn't know whether to laugh or cry or we didn't we were trying to scramble, like, get it back on the heat. No, take it off. It was a mess, but ultimately we've got something in a bucket fermenting and I'll tell you if it's in beer in a few weeks. Awesome. Uh, Tanya, how was your week? I don't remember. I, I, I don't know. Knife's a blur. Fuck it. Fuck it. Right. I don't know. Um, it's been busy. I be- Oh, we had days off. Wait, that's right. We had vacation. Oh yes, my God. I can't remember. <laughs> um, vacation was hard work. Uh, we I put Al to, to work and we uh, redid the boys' room and uh, moved furniture all weekend long and so that we could take one day off on Monday and have fun. And we went mini golfing, which was great. 
um, and had dinner with my family, which was awesome. And, uh, and then Tuesday we got some more chorin done and back to work on Wednesday. So yeah. it's, it's been a busy getting ready for the kids to start school next week. So yeah, back we- to school shopping and getting their rooms ready and yeah. It's been busy. Yeah, we had to change the boys' room from a preteens' room to a teenagers' room. So I uh, got rid of the Super Mario decals and stuff like that, and replaced it. He's got a nice, cool, like a uh, Letter Kenny kind of uh, red plaid duvet now, and and just some you know more mature furniture and stuff. So we actually hung wallpaper. That was a first for us. Yes, we hung wallpaper. I know. People still do that. I know. I know. I know. I, 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 that's what really, I said too. I'm like, really, really wallpaper? cool wallpaper though. It, he, it does look good, but it, it's they kind say of, any relationship that can survive hanging wallpaper can uh, really stick it out in the long term. Well, I mean, Tanya and I are going 21 <laughs> years, so I mean, we must be doing something right. <laughs> hanging wallpaper is a lot of wallpaper. It. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was a lot of fun before Tanya put me to work last fr- uh it was a Friday night. I got to hang out with some uh some fine people at uh, the Great Lakes Brewery in Toronto for t- t- TMLX 8, which is a Toronto Mike's listener experience. Uh just think of like Ag Hall Social except in person. Uh and it was really cool. I mean, uh, he he had a great turnout and it was nice to see lots of people there. Um everyone was double vaxxed, so it was and it was outdoors, so it was, it was relatively safe. Uh, got to meet, or not meet, but got to see Miriam and Juan uh, in person, uh, and and back and uh, and and Don. So a few a few of our listeners who are also uh, Toronto Mike listeners were there. So it was nice to hang out with him in person and uh, hang out with uh, some some people. It was it was almost a, a normal day and uh, a lot of fun. Victor, how's your week? Yeah, it's been good. It's been also super busy. Two nights, I, I, I've just been so tired. Two nights, I I thought I slept through the night on a couch. Just went what did lie you down do? The next, no, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> uh, it's just just it's just been really busy busy at work, and mm. and uh, uh, we've got some birthdays coming up. So I've been kind of trying to uh, you know make sure we're ready for that and. Uh, uh, and we uh, Linda and I have been watching another new show that we I think. Yeah, we can you talk it. about this one? Yeah, you uh, have a name I, this time. I, 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 yeah, Sounds it's called like. Physical. It's on Apple. It's it's on the Apple uh, network, or is that is that what we're calling it? Apple. Sure, let's go with uh, that. Apple TV, yeah. you mean? Apple TV, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, What's it called? So it's called it's called Physical, mm-hmm. and I recommend it. It's really good. Um, not very many likable characters uh, throughout, so mm-hmm. it kind of keeps you intrigued in terms of what's 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 going to happen, who's who's going to kind of get if you know end up being the person that I'm going to root for. But yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I recommend it. Oh, it's got um, Rose Byrne in it. Yeah, is that the eight the 1980s kind of one or something? It like is. That? Yeah, it, okay. yeah, it is. It is like uh, it's kind of the era of the aerobics videos, mm-hmm. yeah. videotapes or whatever. <laughs> Anyway, so it's 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 it, there's kind of there's some very interesting the, the twenty minute workout and, era. Uh, Anna, yeah, was there yeah, a twenty minute workout in the states, or was that a Canadian thing? The, twenty minute workout. No, it must have been um, a Canadian thing because I mean, I, I you better off asking a natural born American rather than a naturalized oh, American because I was enough. I was around in USSR in the eighties. So that's right. Okay. Oh, I was in the USSR in the eighties as well. Yes, we we've established this, Victor. <laughs> Thank you for coming. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, well, it's been a long week. I've, I've also been. I've also been. I remember the- watching some, gymna- you know, people in leotards doing mm-hmm. weird gymnastics on TV. That was a thing. That was definitely a thing. Well, like, the, the it, twenty minute workout was basically that. It was three women in leotards. I think it was every day at noon or something like that. Yeah, yeah 20- that's, that's yeah. how I learned how to speak English. It was aerobics. <laughs> 
and it was one more but it was take it yeah, to the left basically left <laughs> left and and it was shot then, i swear then, to god, i swear to god i swear to god hand on uh, in the air it was shot by porn producers because the camera angles they used in this were not well, i mean they were they were right for the the the, the i thought they were just fine the pre previous uh, pre pre pubescent kid watching it. <laughs> he couldn't even get that. One I out. couldn't even get that out. They were right for me, but uh, I think uh, they wouldn't fly. I remember the back angles. Oh my and god! Like, and then she would like dip her head down between her legs. It would be very artistic because it would and, be like and, point of view remember, between her legs. I wonder if they see, have yeah. that on the. Oh, I'm yeah. sure they Look have it up on YouTube. It was crazy. Oh my god! Anyway, uh, our guest Anna is back. Uh, Anna, remind us. It's been since I think season one or two. The last time we had you on here. It was a while ago. It was a while ago. I think it was season two. Yeah. So how have you been? Oh, I've been all right. Mm -hmm. um, just came back from a long trip uh, to, well, not a long trip, but like we had to leave our cat with the cat sitter. We went to Hawaii. Oh, nice. nice. You, you came back nice. from Hawaii. That's wow. That's a trip. Yeah. I always wanted to do. Um, came, came, uh, came back from Hawaii where we did some spear fishing. Wow. Which is always fun. Sweet. Nice. And now you can spear fish in the New York subway. Um, yeah. So you're, I know. Or, on the, or even soon? out on the streets. Uh, yeah. You I'm, know, I'm why sorry. even bother going down to the subway? I don't want to make fun of this because the, the footage I was watching today is, is heartbreaking. Like some of the stuff is the, the flooding that's happening down there. Are, like first, let us know. Are you safe and dry where you are? I'm good. We are. The apartment we are currently in is in the safe flood zone. Um we we actually learned our lesson with Sandy. Like we moved out of flood zone A back when Sandy happened a few years ago. So since then we've been careful to stay. We were like, oh, so that also can happen. So yeah. uh, we've been careful to stay up on relatively high ground. So well, we're okay. Some of the flooding though I hear is like in some of the the more elevated parts of Manhattan though. Like is that true or? or I don't know about elevated. I mean, it, it does. There's a flood zone A by the piers and mm -hmm. B and C where I think we're in C or. B but it it got to within a couple of streets away from us but we got like mostly just you know it wasn't it wasn't a river because mm -hmm. the Queen's Expressway turned into an actual river yeah yeah so we we were spared this so we would just got coming up some flooding in the you know in the garage so there's but it's the kind that you can dry off with you know a couple of heavy duty industrial floor fans sure so wow. <laughs> all, all good yeah you should see some of the videos like it looks like rapids coming through the subway like the oh subway station gosh. yeah it's it is literally the subway stations get there are some subway stations that get completely flooded and people's wow. uh, basement apartments were just gushing yes. yeah it's it's yeah, like i said yeah. heartbreaking oh. yeah it's a bad scene well we're so glad you're scary. safe and dry um i don't remember if you shared this story in your last appearance but i'm gonna ask you this right now that your michelle wolf story why don't you share it with us oh god uh <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh so first of all for those who don't know who is michelle wolf Michelle Wolf is an amazing American comedian mm -hmm. who is famous for bright red hair and a piercing voice. Mm -hmm. She's very funny. Um, she used to host a, uh, at least one show. I, I don't know what she's up to anymore, but I at some point I went out to see her a new set that she was working on. And uh, it was in a small club. So I, you know, I, I, I was like sitting in the front row and uh, 
uh, a part of me was like, oh, my God, please, you know, like I'm hearing her do some themes that I was also working on. I'm like, oh, God, please don't do any jokes that I want to do except mm-hmm. a million times better because then I'd have to drop them. Um, but anyway, at the end of the set, uh, you know, you know, people went to the restroom. So I, I had to the restroom and uh, there was a tiny you know, one cubicle bathroom mm-hmm. and the only other person in there was Michelle and she was washing her hands. And, uh, uh, we were like, Oh yeah, you know, great set, great set. You know, that, that was, that was really fun. Um, and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm such a huge fan. And, um, and she's like, Oh, thank you. And I'm like, although I'm not sure this is an appropriate setting. Um, because at that point I was opening the cubicle of the toilet stall. Oh, <laughs> and I was it just occurred to me at the time that perhaps telling Michelle Wolf what a huge fan I am while getting ready to sit down on my butt and right. take it down probably is not the optimal scenario, mm-hmm. but it really made her laugh. So well, you sh- you laugh. share the story in common with Kate Trevor Wilson because he has a yeah. similar story with, with him and Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it, it's Keeping I think it real. it's I think it's a comedian thing because you if you're in a small club. Mm-hmm. There's only like two bath, like you know, a bathroom. Oh, like a reality show in the making. Into each yeah. other in really <laughs> unpleasant circumstances. It's a reality show in the making. In, in the com- bathrooms. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. In the comedy world, that's where some of the biggest deals get made. Is in the oh, shitter. That's right. Yeah, just and handshake deals right there yeah. over the trough. <laughs> after you know? after you yeah. wash your hands, hopefully. Yeah. And uh, exactly. <laughs> shake on it, you know, or don't shake on it. Yeah. You know. And as we've learned from tonight's episode. Uh, that's also where all the hockey uh, pep talk happens before the game, apparently. So, <laughs> sure, as he got his own uh, spinoff show yeah, from the yeah. from the bathroom there. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> so, uh, before we begin that, I know it's uh, late, but Tanya, would you like a coffee? Yes. And Victor, would you like a coffee? As <laughs> yes, I sip I'd my wine. <laughs> Matt, would you like a coffee? I'm surprised we're not having coffee right now. Great, because as you know, Diabolical Coffee is now being served at the produce. Oh, and as Anna takes a swig of her coffee, oh, I think that's coffee. Maybe maybe it's not. It's in a coffee mug. Uh, um, it's, it's a surfing goat uh, mug. Oh, very good. Surfing and, goat dairy in Hawaii. And of course, nice. it's got Diabolical Coffee in it, right? Uh, it has neither diabolical anything nor coffee. Oh. It has tea to help me sleep. Okay, fine. Uh, it's <laughs> but <laughs> either way, diabolical coffee, devilishly good coffee, and diabolically awesome swag. There's a roast for all tastes, and even some you didn't know you wanted. There is no tea though, sorry, Anna. You can order whole bean, whole bean course, standard grind, and espresso. Or if you're like Tanya and me, there's a K cup option for single cup brewers. I know that that's not uh, green, but uh, we, you know. What can we do? We're, you know, we're, we're, we're busy and lazy people. So that's, that's why we use K cups. <laughs> and for the duration of season eight of our podcast, you can use the promo code produce stand for 10% off anything in the store. That's 10% off all coffee and merch. Thank you. Diabolical coffee uh, for your support this season. And speaking of support, we have 13 new Twitter followers. So welcome to Milton Armstrong city swimmer from Ireland. Mark Hepsher from Toronto, the, the legendary, Toronto sportscaster Mark Hepsher is finally following us. So awesome. I met him at TMLX uh, on Friday. Uh, Thomas Kramer, long hair from Ohio. Riegel from Punta Gorda, Florida. Uh, Andrew Matsi, uh, Warner Bros. Uh, Chelsea Hodges from Montana. At Worm Snack, uh, Brian Stouffer from Mil- Millersville, Pennsylvania. God bless Saturday. And Caleb Lysenring from Loxley, Alabama. Thank you for following and hopefully for listening. 
previously on Letterkenny. Last week, we held our Season 7 Ag Hall Social. We had a great time, as always, with our listeners with some Letterkenny trivia and prizes. And this week, we begin a recap and review of Season 8, beginning with Episode 1, Misfire. Uh, Matt, have you done your homework? Certainly. Tanya, have you done your homework? Yes, sir. I've done my homework. Victor, have you done your homework? Just in time. Okay. Oh, and Anna, have you done your homework? Yes. Okay. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. We start with our cold open. We open with Jay and Dan on TSN Sports Center talking about the Canadian National Senior Hockey Championship featuring the provincial winners from nine provinces and three territories. Uh, nine provinces because the team from Nova Scotia is serving a one-year ban due to a dr- <laughs> drunken uh, off-ice incident at an old folks home on family day. Uh, production. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of uh, detail there. Uh, production. So Jay and Dan... Um, joke that Nova Scotians love their rum and Cokes. And I'm, I was wondering when I was watching that, whether that might've been a bit of a dig at the trailer park boys, since there's that one, the one character who's always got a rum and Coke in his hand. I don't know, but it was, it was an interesting thing for them to throw in there or is it it's just possible? I, I can say, I mean, from my experience, there's not a ton of rum and Cokes. I mean, I go to Nova Scotia a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of beer. There's a lot of booze in general, but I wouldn't say from my experience has been any personal or specific to rum and Coke. Yeah. Uh, so maybe, so maybe it is a, an allusion to the trailer park boys. Anyway, representing Ontario are the Cary County Eagles, AKA the native team from last season, but with their new shutdown line, Riley Jonesy and Shorzy from Letterkenny, Ontario. The story of the tournament has really been the shutdown line for the host Cary County Eagles, a trio from Letterkenny, Ontario. Letterkenny. That's what I said, Toolsy. About time something good came out of there. Uh, <clears throat> Jay and Dan cut to Kate Burness and Tessa Bonham, who are live in Cary County covering the tournament. Uh, Kate and Tessa are outside the locker room with Riley and Jonesy, but no Shorzy. The Eagles are a perfect 2-0 uh, so far, having beaten none of it and the Northwest Territories. Riley and Jonesy and Shorzy's line have combined for nine goals in the two games for a plus-minus of plus 25. Uh, Tessa asks them what their focus has been for the first two games. Riley and Jonesy gave a very stereotypical hockey player answer with some choice input from uh, Shorzy. Yeah, Tessa, the uh, number one rule of playoff hockey is don't get too high, don't get too low. You're making a fool of yourself, you yeah, it's a team game out there. We just uh, jumped on a train that was already rolling down the tracks. Uh, and we're just happy to be here and contribute and keep the momentum going. Jonesy, you are such a fucking puggle. <laughs> Kate Burness throws back uh, to uh, Jay and Dan, who talk about the story of the tournament being a retired NHLer, Jean-Jacques Francois Jacques Jean, known by his teammates as JJ Frankie JJ, who leads the tournament in goals with 12 and two convincing wins over New Brunswick and Saskatchewan, respectively. Uh, Jay and Dan, uh, take that opportunity to poke some fun at the capital of Saskatchewan. Did you say Saskatchewan? Can confirm. Remind me, Jay, what's the capital of Saskatchewan? I think I know what's coming. And cue the theme. All right. So, Matt, what did you think of this cold open? Wait, Victor, is it a cold open? Don't don't even ask him. (laughs) That that was a cold open. Oh, oh, that was a cold open? Really? Okay, Matt. There's no no qualifier for him. Yeah, no, it's a a moving uh, post. (laughs) I mean, right? (laughs) Depends on his mood that day. Exactly. Um, You know, I liked it. I mean, I thought it was a lot of fun. I was was really hoping... I wish they would do some what I'm going to call classic letter Kenny throwback and just have some really fun, um, almost like the alpha or the 
what is it? The Olympics, the, uh, the alpha, alphabet uh, aerobics, aerobics. There we go. Thank you. Or something yeah. like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I always love those ones where they really go out and just have fun with their, with their words and, and really play. But regardless of that aside, it was a fun one. Um, mm-hmm. I will say, as you guys know, I'm not a sports guy, mm-hmm. so I'm assuming those are all actual commentators from TSN. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they, are. they are. Yeah, they, or, or I, they, they were, or they were. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Half Fair of Jay and Dan is no longer there anyway. <laughs> but no, it was good. I mean, there's a lot of they're playing on a lot of um, you know different aspects and the Canadian culture, things like that. Um, having some fun there. Uh, the the guys in the interview were hilarious. Just, <laughs> you know, they're spitting out mm-hmm. the most routine shit that any hawker players say at any interview and d- oh no oh. he's frozen <laughs> oh you're back okay you're back you're back what did it what'd you hear well, i we, said the most epic thing too and it's, it's awkward. we heard d- and then you froze yeah it was dead. no i was just was i was dead. just I, I was just saying that i love the the guys holding back when when shorzy was chirping them and and watching them just so wanting to get mm-hmm. in on it but um <laughs> You know, staying professional. Yeah. Uh, Tanya, what do you think? Um, I was a little confused at first because I'm like, <laughs> is this letter Kenny? Because yeah. I, I I don't think they've ever had a cold open like this that came into. No, like they did a, one other. Yeah, they did one other time. They, they did another. Yeah. yeah. I guess sports Because I remember, I remember Victor saying the exact same thing going, yeah. I wasn't sure whether I was watching Letter Kenny or Sports <laughs> Center, And he, uh, he had to re- rewind and. Yeah, I thought you were tricking me at nope. first, and I thought, <laughs> nope. oh, this truth. isn't Letter yeah. Kenny. And then I'm like, oh, okay, it is. Um, so yeah, there was that. Um, I it was okay. I didn't get a whole lot of hockey references. Mm-hmm. Um, I wondered if that Regina song was an actual song mm-hmm. or if that was just a made up thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and those were my thoughts. Okay, uh, I love this open. I, I really enjoyed it. So. Just a little bit of background. So Jay and Dan are were were a sports casting team on TSN, uh, a bit of a comedy duo. So the way they were acting on that cold open is kind of their shtick. That's how they act during their show. They're kind of a, a straight man, funny man kind of duo. Uh, so and they they act silly like that. So they were perfect for Letter Kenny. Um, hmm. The the uh, Regina song apparently because I'm not a big listener or watcher of their show um, was a, a listener of their podcast submitted it an American listener of their podcast wrote and recorded that song and oh, sent really? it to them so it became this big thing on their podcast something that they I guess they played a lot of and and it became kind of uh, you know a big deal among their fandom so having having huh. played that in the Letter Kenny episode was probably a nice little. Uh, olive branch there to, to their fans Kate Burness and Tessa Bonham I mean they're amazing uh, like uh, I love the whole hockey thing the whole TSN thing I thought it was really well done and it looks like they use like the same production for those because it looked exactly like a sports center episode uh, mm-hmm. so yeah I, I mean I really enjoyed it um, uh, there were some other points but but they're escaping me now so I'll just interrupt Victor when they come up go ahead Victor what did you think <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was good. I enjoyed the uh uh sports center bit. Uh you know, it was a bit nostalgic so to watch those uh buffoons. Mm-hmm. Um 
and and they did a great job. I uh, I uh, yeah, I generally enjoyed the whole thing. Um, I thought they did better than the than the Letter Kenny uh, crew. Like you know, they they really brought the star, star power, and I I thought they showed them up a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I didn't really get the 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 Regina song. Um, like I didn't really get the reference to it. I I I, I guess it was funny for those that yeah that were that were in on the joke but for me it was just oh, okay so they're singing about is it because it's supposed to sound like vagina yes that's is exactly that funny yeah, yeah that's, so, what I, that's what i figured yeah. it was but, then, but they weren't but they were but they were saying vagina not vagina so so then i thought okay so we're just being silly so uh, you know i i wasn't <laughs> i thought maybe there was more to the joke than i was it being privy to, and then the guy kind of felt like, oh, okay, so now I feel like Matt uh, when they're making uh, you know hockey jokes and stuff it, like it, that. Yeah, it's an Easter egg to Jay and Dan fans who know their show and know that they whenever whenever Saskatchewan is brought up, that's something they're going to talk about. How the capital of Saskatchewan sure. sounds like vagina. So <laughs> is yeah, that a Canadian yeah. thing then, or is yeah. that like an all over? Thing? No, it's just a Canadian thing. So okay. it's just uh, it's just, it'll just be funny, I think, to Jay and Dan fans. Right. Anna, what <laughs> did right. you think of this cold open? Well, here's the thing, since I'm not I'm neither a sports guy nor am I Canadian. So mm-hmm. the setting, I got that it's, you know, it's the, it would only be funny if it were a real show. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be a real show. These are probably real people. So, OK, I'm getting <laughs> that it's supposed to be funny. But honestly, my I was mostly focusing on the guy, the actual Letterkenny cast. So my favorite part of that was. The way Riley and Jones, you were crushing the life out of the cans <laughs> they were holding while Shorty was chirping them during the interview. Yeah. yeah. So that, I I mean, that just made it for me is just watching, uh, you know, Playfair and, uh, you know. And- it just shows your perspective is such an important part, mm-hmm. right? I, because oh, we, yeah. It's, it's just- like uh, knowing where Jay and Dan are coming from and who they are and all that if you don't if you don't know them they're they're not they're not star power they're yeah. just two guys who the hell are these guys yeah well except they were down right. in the states for a little while on espn and then they yeah, came and, back and, up and, here and, yeah, and, and that, that worked out so well that yeah they, that they came back and, and a yeah. big deal was made of them returning to canada yada yada and now the, they've been split up again because one of them yeah. anyway there's a long story there which i believe i covered in a previous episode you did, so you we did. won't go there uh so the, the only other thing is the way um um the Riley and Jonesy respond to Tessa and, uh, uh, and, uh, Kate. Um, that's a callback to not letter Kenny problems, the, the, the YouTube clips, but pre letter Kenny problems, uh, Kiso and Nathan Dales had these other clips. I forget what they were called. And they were basically just Kiso and Nathan hockey Dales fans, being right? hockey players yeah. doing those stereotypical hockey interviews. And, and so it's, it, and it, it basically goes a lot like that. So look those up. They're kind of fun as well. Uh, so it's basically, I think it was Kiso and Dales uh, playing the part of the hockey guys be, be, before the hockey guy characters were, were created. So a uh, oh. little uh, pre preamble to the Riley and Jonesy characters that we, we come to know later. Anyway, we go into scene one. We pick up where we left off last season in Quebec as the Hicks fight the Fricks and Wayne catches Marie Fred in the arms of another man. Uh, The other guy approaches Wayne and Wayne proceeds to beat him senseless. Uh, Marie Fred leaves. We cut to Wayne back in Ontario walking toward the ice fishing hut with a duffel bag. Uh, It's summer, by the way. And he enters a hut and shuts the door behind him. Scene two, cut to the produce stand with Squirrely Dan, Derry, and Katie. I'm so happy to be back at the produce stand. Bonnie, 
shows up and asks for about Wayne. Where's Wayne? Went into the bush like a wounded dog to die. Poor. Ollie's. That's my girl. And Daryl thought he had it bad with Skink Sinatra. Turns out all along, Wayne had Hori Hart. Hori Feldman. Hori Secord. Hori McElroy. But ladies. What, Dan? You just sit there and be a half-ass friend? Don't be offensive or come out for it one way or the other. Hora Dern. That's my boy. Horton Lightfoot. Hora the Explorer. Harrison Horde. This is fast turning into the never-ending Hori. Simmer down, Benicio <laughs> Del Horo. At the risks of mansplaining <laughs> feminisms to you, Professor Trisha always says women's is exposed to build each other's up, not tears each other's downs. Women are supposed to build each other up, not tear each other down is the new, I know you are, but what am I? After a few more whore puns, Derry takes an opportunity to ask if Bonnie still wants to go out with him. She turned him down on account of Wayne being single again. Uh, sh- she went from being all <laughs> sweet on him to, sorry, Wayne's back on the market. So no. <laughs> no. I love the honesty throwdown on that. Uh, Bonnie asks uh, what Wayne is up to in the ice fishing shed. Uh, Katie tells her he's drinking, smoking and watching VHS tapes of his favorite show, Miss Fire. That show is his happy, happy place right now. Miss Fire is like Canada's mash, except way more homophobics. Uh, then we get a rare glimpse, a rare glimpse into Wayne and Katie's childhood. Mm. Yeah, we weren't really allowed to watch TV growing up, so we used to sneak to Uncle Eddie's, and it's what he's always watching. Sentimental value there. What's it about? There's this super macho character, General Public, and he runs an army base full of these super effeminate soldiers. Privates, they're called. Private sector is a particular thorn in the sides of general publics. General public and private sector? Yeah, and general public has a secretary, Miss Fire. Hence the title. And she loves the super girly soldiers, and she gives general public proper shit when he flies off the handle. He'll say stuff like, That's it, Miss Fire, I've had about enough of those toady fruits. Yikes. Yeah, and when he says stuff like that, Miss Fire will come in and she'll say, Excuse me, seriously, please and thank you. <laughs> Excuse me, seriously, please and thank you. Yeah, it's like their sitcom punchline and the studio audience just goes nuts for it. Uh, this shows a bit before everyone's time, but it gives Wayne a chuckle, something he needs right now. Katie and Bonnie go for a run. Squirrely Dan watches them off intently. All right, let's take about 20% off there, Squirrely Dan. Yeah, sure. Okay, Wayne's not here, so I guess you can say that now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, just for our American listeners, Miss Fire is not a real show. No. (laughs) It never happened. It's it's horrible. Anyway, scene three, Tannis and the Eagles coach are in the bathroom together. Uh, Tannis is ranting about how she can't believe Riley, Jonesy, and Shorzy qualified for the native team. It pisses her off that everyone is suddenly one-eighth native. Uh, the coach doesn't seem to mind, especially since his team is undefeated in the tournament so far. Uh, then we find out why they're in the bathroom together. Sitting in the stalls are Riley, Jonesy, and Shorzy taking their ritual pre-gamers. Uh, Tannis wants to arm Shorzy with details uh, of their next opponent from BC <laughs> to fuel his chirping. Vancouver, British Columbia is currently home to both the richest postal code in Canada and the poorest. Vancouver housing prices are the highest in Canada, though Nova Scotia has the most pot consumers in Canada at 14.8% of the population smoking the Johnny Red Eye. BC is a close second with 14.2% of the population indulging in the electric lettuce. I have family for St. James. They're a bunch of boat shoe wearing hemp hippies. They're probably over there smoking seven paper cannons as we speak. So what say we load yours, all right? Scoot in. Scoot in. 
Victor is shaking his head. Um, I'm surprised that Nova Scotia has more pot smokers than BC. That's in, that was interesting. Uh, Riley takes. Uh, oh. I, just, I actually just looked it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, as of 2020, I don't know when this was shot. It says 27 percent of Nova Scotia, wow. 25 of BC. Wow. So Nova Scotia is still number one, though. Yeah, there you, you're number one. All <laughs> uh, right. Uh, Riley takes exception to the fact that Shorzy is getting all the attention when he and Jonesy are the chi- trip kings of the club. Uh, Shorzy puts them in their place. Hey, you want to talk about teamwork, Jonesy? I took your mom to medieval times and me and the Green Knight took her down after Best Western. Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> Fuck you, Riley. I took your mom the next weekend. Me and the Blue Knight showed her real sword fight. <laughs> Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> Fuck you, Jonesy. Your mom got us banned from Canada's Wonderland for trying to give me a tug on Top Gun. Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> Fuck you, Riley. It took your mom the weekend before and she asked me to tiddle her on Drop Tower. Fuck! <laughs> tiddle her. Um, <laughs> a production note here. There are a couple of signs posted in the bathroom. One is for hockey training sessions, but the other sign is a PSA for STI clinics in Letter Kenny. It's a red stop sign that reads, there aren't always signs that you have chlamydia. Oh my God, I missed that. <laughs> I never saw that. <laughs> uh, next scene, Wayne is in the ice fishing hut with a cigarette, a bottle of Gus and Brew, and a Puppers, taking swigs of each between drags and watching his show. It's an awful show. Here's just a little taste. I want to go west into the sunset. Jesus, Harold Christ. Now you just hold your horses this very second, dear old public. I can't take it anymore. I'm warning you. I got enough fruit in this platoon to start a winery. Excuse me. Seriously, please and thank you. All right, next scene. The girls come back from their run. Derry catches Swirly Dan staring at them again. Katie and Bonnie uh, settle in for puppers. Katie exclaims that they've got to get Wayne out of there. It's been two months. The only time he leaves is to chore and run the dogs. Swirly Dan doesn't think they should rush the grieving process. Well, maybe he just needs a little bit of encouragement. I'll give him some encouragement. The most important step in getting over heartbreak is getting excited to be single again. I'll get him excited. Squirrely Dan wonders if they should call Rosie. Kitty thinks it's too soon. Squirrely Dan feels useless while his good buddy is down in a hole. Remember that scene in Homeward Bound when that old golden retriever falls down that big hole? Oh, Terry. His name is Shadow. Shadow. I cried two pints of tears at that movie back in the day. Same as The land before time belongs in this conversation. You're goddamn right it does. Fox and the Hound, too. <laughs> what did that young American bulldog do when his buddy was down in that big hole? His name was Chance. Well, what did he do? He got right down in there with him. That's what he did. He saw his buddy down in that hole, down in the muck. And he got right out in there with him. Yeah, he didn't let him go down there by himself, cold and alone. Oh, hell no. He got right <laughs> down in there with him. Let's go, Jerry. Jerry and Squirly Dan run off to be with their buddy. Uh, but before they get too far, they turn back around to grab some puppers first. Uh, next scene, cut to Kate Burness and Tessa Panam from TSN back in the arena. Uh, between periods during the Eagles game against uh, BC, uh, the Eagles are up 4 nothing. Kate and Tessa comment on the amount of chirping going, um, going on among the Eagles players. It's hard to tell if they're buddies or if they hate each other. They decide latter is the most probable. Scene 7. Tannis, Axe, Slash, and Shania are at the monitor recording all the chirping action on the ice. The third period begins. Riley and Jonesy and Shorzy do their usual chirping to get under the opponent's skin. Most of it has to do with the players from BC smoking weed. Uh, The Eagles score four more goals and win the game handily 8-0. 
Next scene, uh, cut to the fishing hut. Wayne is passed out in front of the TV, which is still playing episodes of Misfire. Uh, Squid Dan and Derry are sitting outside drinking beer around a bonfire. They wince at every homophobic joke. Uh, next scene, back at the arena washroom, Tannis and the Eagles coach are there to give Shorzy his briefing for the next opponent, which is a team from Newfoundland. Shorzy, <laughs> some information on your opponents. Newfoundlanders, or Newfies, as they're referred to by most Canadians, live in the toughest climate in Canada, according to Canada's Climate Index. Newfies are known to refer to themselves as Newfoundlanders rather than Canadians, which ought to chop your ass. I got cousins out there that do that. A small but notable percentage of folks living in Labrador wish to separate from Newfoundland. And a small but notable percentage of Newfoundlanders wish to separate from Canada. Why do they want to separate from Canada? They got a fuckload of oil out there. But we love Newfies. Not tonight, you don't. Shorzy, cannons loaded. All right. Oh, almost forgot. They speak kind of funny out there. Kind of like their own language, so try and keep up. All right? Scootin'! Tannis and the coach leave. Riley and Jonesy are so sad to learn that the Newfies uh, want to separate from Canada. Shorzy uh, sets them straight again. Two of my top five all-time blowies came from Newfie Broad, but if I have to listen to you two separatist sympathizers for one more second, I'll shoot myself in the face. Riley, you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Good, because you're going. Jonesy, you ready? I'm ready. Good, because you're going. Shorzy, you... <laughs> <laughs> fucking A. The TSN guys want you for a spot before warmies. Let's get this fucking W, boys. What the fuck do you eat? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what is the rev? What is the good? Because you're going. Uh, it's just a, their way of saying, all right, like, like, let's go. Let's let's get. That's it. Like, it's uh, just pumping them up. To, I, to, I, to, I figured that's what it was, but I'm like, yeah. it seems like a weird way to say it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, next scene, Katie and uh, Bonnie are having drinks at Medine's three, watching the hockey uh, tournament on TV. Riley and Jonesy are being interviewed by Kate Burness and Tessa Bonham. Uh, they're giving the most inane and cliched hockey answers. Yeah, we, uh, we gotta just uh, take one game at a time there, Kate. 60 hard miles ahead before we cross that bridge with our brothers. Yeah, 60 hard miles for a brotherhood out there. It's a brotherhood out there. Thank you, Riley. You bet. Thank you, Jonesy. You bet. You bet I will if Wayne could hear this, he'd spit. Uh, this gives Katie an idea of a way to get Wayne out of his funk. Next scene, during the game against Newfoundland, the Eagles players try to chirp the Newfie players, but can't get a word in edgewise, as it seems the Newfies are speaking a different language. I mean, the words they're using are technically English, but I couldn't make out much of what they were saying. Uh, Two of my top five all-time blowies. Oh, that's the wrong clip. How about this one? Yeah, we, uh, we got his uh, t- Oh, shit. I lost my clip. Wowza. <laughs> <laughs> that clip didn't get loaded. We'll just give you a moment there, Al. You don't look just right native to me, but bit mozzy on the rules, boys, but I'm told to play for the native team when well, you gotta be right native. Where long so? Yeah, who knit ya? Fisk. Shut the fuck Jeez, up! Jeez, boy, you're some crooked today, aren't you? Plain, he's right rotted. <laughs> Fausty group, see face, eh? Right Fausty group have come from a ways oh, there. No, Teddy, no. Bulltap! I'm gonna beat the shit Let's out of Let's go on in that, that talk, boy. That talk will have all hands crooked. You'll have all hands right rotted. So be careful, boy. I'll park <laughs> your broadside to board, Teddy. You'll pack your rig handy. I understood maybe 10% of that. It's so good and so accurate. Is it? <laughs> I was going to Oh, my you. God. No, it's so, I mean, there, there's one, there's a line they said right at the very end is they say, stay, stay where you're to till it comes where you're at, <laughs> which basically means wait there until I get there. Yeah. And that is a very common 
saying, uh, yeah. a very popular saying in Newfoundland. And like they, it's the weirdest thing. They, they, their language is like its own. I don't know where it's probably sponsored. It sounds like it's straight out of Kilkenny, you know, mm-hmm. but plus three generations. Yeah. It's like it's County Cork or it's Kilkenny, yeah. but several generations of of other english influences yeah, yeah. and, like and you it's can not so here the irish in there oh yeah right. and it's not and it's not even an exaggeration like i've met newfies who sound exactly like that and you're sitting there and the more they drink the harder it is oh, to yeah. understand them yes. it just it exa- it just yeah it exaggerates even more and it's there but they're also some of the most fantastic oh, people you'll ever for sure yeah oh just can't gosh, understand yeah. them yeah uh <laughs> next scene cut back to the ice fishing hut darian squirrely and are still sitting out front katie and bonnie show up with riley and jonesy riley and jonesy talk about how the newfies speak canada's third official language newfish <laughs> and how so in, how instead of chirping they just focus on playing hockey and spank the newfies uh katie asks riley and jonesy what their game plan is for their final game against quebec and uh, they ask them to answer as they would if kate burness and Tessa Bonham had asked. So they do. After a bit of their cliched hockey nonsense sprinkled in with a bunch of war metaphors, Wayne finally bursts out of the, the hut. We gonna fuck this pig? Okay. You fucking fruit snackers. You fucking tea teller. Squirrely, go ahead and take a couple steps toward him. Don't be surprised if all of a sudden they got someplace to be. Who put a nickel in you? You're a dilly bar, bud. Fucking bowl filler. You're a fucking day old. You are fucking average. Like we're using a pretty tough car accident at one point or something. What do you think you play for the Toronto Maple Leafs? You play for the Toronto Maple Queefs. You're a fucking noodle and you look like a goose. <laughs> you know the TSN turning point? Yeah. yeah. We use our TSN turning fucking dumber. You are a bunch of fucking misplays. You're the Moultrin pain of the day and the Pepnabismol upset of the week. Fucking novice. All this brotherhood talk's got to stop. When it's uncertain, you don't suck each other off. Are you giving his flute a little too? I think he'd give his flute a big hoot. Oh, big old mouthful of bell in. You are so fucking 5'11". You are a fucking anchor, bud. Get the fuck off the property. I think Wayne's back. Fuck a duck. <laughs> that last bang was Wayne locking himself back into the hut, and hence uh, Katie's reaction. Final scene. Big City slams walking into the skids lair as they find the skids pumping iron. We get a look at the new Stuart before we fade to black and we fade to black. All right, Matt. Initial thoughts on this episode. What did you think? I, I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. it. There is a lot of good stuff here. I mean, the hockey stuff again. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't love it. I don't. I, I miss a lot of the references, but at the same time, I didn't care because there was a lot surrounding it, and I understood the jokes that were going on. Um, as I've had in other episodes, I always love all the Canadian references, like the the Newfie mm-hmm. thing. As I just talked about, it really cracked me up. There's so much accuracy. Even the name, if you caught the name of the Newfie, so it was the George Streeters, right? Yes. So you know anything about Newfoundland? St. John's, Newfoundland is the capital. George Street, and on this two-block street, there's something like 25 bars just lined up, and it's a big deal to go there and hang out and party on George Street. Uh, if you go to Newfoundland, that's the place to. Um, and then so that was their team name with two big beers on it. So mm-hmm. it, I, there's just a lot of good references throughout the whole episode. Um, I, I really enjoyed Wayne um, in his limited capacity in this one as well mm-hmm. so like even at the rate right of the get-go when they're at the um and, and for the record fricks is not a thing <laughs> too bit too late it's already a thing but when they're when they're in quebec there and he and he catches mary mary fred um normally when he fights he's like 
let's do this. It's almost like a business transaction. Like I'm going to put you in your place because I'm the toughest guy. Let Kenny move on with your day. Mm-hmm. This time, everything about his approach to when he kicked that guy's ass was like hurt and anger. And mm-hmm. you, you saw it from his, his acting chops came out in that moment. Yeah. Cause you could see a very different Wayne take over. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even you continued in the other scenes, you saw him take off, you know, just drinking the beer, the Gus and brew, the cigarette. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the different side of way we saw here, even though it was heartbreak behind it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought he did a great job. So a lot to play with in this one, a lot of fun scenes. Um, overall, I liked it. He didn't throw a punch. He, he basically just hit that guy's head into the yeah. floor until he was knocked out. Uh, yeah, it yeah. was a very there was legitimate anger behind yeah, that and yeah. not, not business. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Ten. Yeah. Uh, there's so much in this episode it really is. Um, um, I, w- I wanted to say that, uh, you know, Shorzy's foot stomp, um, coming to attention when Tannis came into the room <laughs> and did the, the rundown of the provinces. Um, I thought that was entertaining. Um, I, I thought it was entertaining that Tannis was doing that with, uh, with each of the, the groups that they were going up against. Um, I want to have a poll for bathroom before games or shows or except whatever public event. Oh, I can tell you about that. I, is that a thing? There's it a must pre, be. A thing. It, it, it is for me, or it was for me before a show. Yeah, there was always a pregame dump before a show. It, it, I'm wondering <laughs> if it's a thing. Like it, it must is for be me. A thing. Yeah, sure. And, and you did for, that in a group as well? No, not in a group. It was. Uh, I would sneak <laughs> away and uh, and take care of business before getting on stage. Well, if you ever want to see a lineup for a men's bathroom, attend a uh, marathon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? The pre the pre-run shits are a big deal. Mm-hmm. And those those Is it lineups. just like the energy or like the nerves or like the, yeah, the build up to yeah. it all? It's right? I think it's a mix of things, but well, I've so, never so I've never gonna be out there. You don't wanna, you know, yeah. have to go midway. Could mm-hmm. be, but I mean, I've, I've done a few big runs and, and I've never experienced lineups at a men's bathroom before until wow. I went to a race. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I wanted to say the uh, Canada's Wonderland references to the rides. They're accurate. <laughs> uh, they're accurate, but they're outdated. Outdated. Mm-hmm. Yes. The but names accurate. are wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but probably from the time that yeah. they ran this show, they were, they were correct and current. Um, I wanted to say um, Riley and Jonesy, them tearing up uh, or the nose sniffles that they had, is that like just making fun of? Yeah, I think that's just them mimicking what a hockey player does. and be, you know, that they, they weren't tearing up. It's no. that they were just mimicking. That the, wasn't a tear up. That's, that's it runny was noses a, no. or, or yeah. whatever, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, yeah. I'm it's like, ma- and mannerisms. Yeah. I didn't know whether it was a reference to like what Shorzy did in the bathroom and no, then like no. tearing up and, no, no. and couldn't breathe or whatever. No. Anyways, um, I still feel bad for Riley and Jonesy getting ripped up by Wayne and Derry. Um, you know, the look of hurt on their faces um, when when that happened, I, I still feel bad for them. I, mm-hmm. I get it that it's trying to get Wayne out of his funk, but um, yeah, um, it, they, they just look sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love uh, Squirrely Dan's energy and, and how excited <laughs> he got to save Wayne and get him out of the hole. And I, I thought that was fantastic. So those, that's it. All right. Um, I really, I really enjoyed this this is a really strong first season, first episode season, uh, or like whatever. You know what I mean? Like, uh, episode, Wait, no, what do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, episode one. This is a really strong episode one for a season because and it and it, it bucks some of their trends. So, for example, usually when when they leave, leave a cliffhanger, 
they don't uh, uh, they don't address the cliffhanger mm. until the end of that ep- the first episode or, or even the following episode. This time they pick up right where it left off. So that was something different from what they usually do. Um, I, I really enjoyed the hockey stuff. I thought they they I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, bringing in the TSN crew, uh, it, it's a lot of fun. The way that the way Tessa and and um, and Kate covered that senior men's hockey tournament they're covering it like they would a junior tournament or, or something a bigger deal like tsn would never cover a senior men's hockey tournament but the just the fact that they they did that was kind of fun um i i really enjoyed this and we're seeing a side of wayne we're seeing a side of a hurt wayne you know like we're, we're seeing the backlash or, or the 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 um well, the the output from from him being cheated on by the by the woman that he was engaged to. So this is an interesting plot line. That's 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 that. There's really strong storylines that have started right off the bat from this. And I feel like in the past, for we've been we felt lukewarm by the first episode of the seasons, mm-hmm. and this time we're getting we're starting off really strong. I think in this uh, season, and maybe it's because last season was so weak. It feels like this is a really strong start to season eight. Victor, what do you think? Well, uh, there were some ups, there were some downs. Uh, overall, for me, it was a misfire. Um, oh, come on! <laughs> I, uh, I mean, long did uh, come up with that one? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, excuse me, or what's? I didn't even catch it. <laughs> <laughs> what's the saying? What's Bravo, the- Victor! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Excuse um, me, seriously, oh, please. That's, oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Nice. So. So, I mean, there was, there was so much good. There was so much good, but the good was tainted with some questionable. And, and, and again, it does come down to perspective. This, this episode has a lot to do with how much, you are, how much knowledge you're kind of bringing in in terms of how you will connect mm-hmm. with the material, which is fine. Um, but an example, like with the, the hockey stuff, I loved most of the hockey stuff. If I never have to see Shorzy or hear Shorzy on the toilet again, it will be too soon. Uh, and and so that's you're not going to want to watch the spinoff. I, I have some I have some trepidation about uh, about about the spinoff show. Uh, so I just those two those those I mean one fine they went to the well once fine we got through it but they they went back they went back there again so two interviews in the bathroom and we're just supposed to ignore the fact that tennis is in the bathroom like why why are you in there you can't wait till he's done with the shit no we're gonna work shit out yeah. You gotta, yeah. I don't know. I just it, it, like it. It just I feel like there need to be boundaries in life, and that's one of them. There are no boundaries um, in Letter Kenny. No, I I get that. I get that. I just I, for me, just those two bathroom scenes are are throwaways. I don't need them. I don't find them funny. I know Matt likes it. I I, <laughs> I just don't find the fart humor funny anymore. Like it's just it's been there, done that. Um, let's move on. Let's do something else interesting about Georgie. Let's let's give him another layer oh, where he doesn't pissed. have to. <laughs> no, I just I want to interrupt, and I don't want to interrupt. Go on. on, on the, <laughs> it's, let's get him off the shitter. Let's put him on some. Let's give him some other. You're so stick. missing the point there, bud. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's okay. I'm yeah. I'm okay with that. Uh-huh. So so anyway, so 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 that so he that, is that, as God that, made him. That, yeah. that that was great. Mm-hmm. And then the thing, the whole thing of the storyline with Wayne, I'm fine with that. But they. 
I just don't understand, and maybe you can help me explain. They made up this ridiculous show, and the whole premise of the show is to make fun of the gays. So, and no, why? And, no. and, and Wayne, no, it is. No, it it is. Isn't. That's the point. That's the point no, of the show. And 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 Wayne is finding that humorous and funny. I don't get that because that's not his character. So it's that didn't work for me. That was totally explained in the in the uh, in the earlier scenes with Katie. But anyway, yeah. okay. okay, sure. It was just a memory lane thing. Yeah. It was yeah. something that you know he what? reverted to that was Uncle yeah, Eddie's. I, yeah, are, are you not are you yeah. not nostalgic for shows like Barney Miller or 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 uh, some of the Barney shows? Miller wasn't a show about making fun of the gays. This no, it was a show, it was a show about a racist uh, old man. Yeah. Yes. Did you right. like that show? I, I didn't not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but anyway, that wasn't. That's a little bit before my okay, time. The, the it's, show, it's the, just, sh- the purpose of the show wasn't to make fun of the gays. The purpose it was an old fashioned show, so they were making fun of those old shows. Every punchline was about fruity. Exactly, tooties. exactly. There were shows like that oh. all over the place in the in yeah, 70s if you go and back 80s. and watch so many things from the past. Yes. They just uh, they, they're so not PC. Yeah, and and so not, none of it was none of it was PC. But this, the I know specifically about this show was that and that's but what the spe- loved, but so the show no the but point. It, he didn't he was nostalgic for it it was his comfort zone Victor, okay, you missed fine. you missed that point entirely you, you, i'm i'm i don't, don't think i did i don't think i missed yeah, anything. can i interject I something yeah. please please go, anna go ahead anna so am i the only one who thought that the show was not homophobic it was like gay central and the general was the butt of the joke. Yeah, well, exactly. Uh, I like, mean, that's what it sounds. That's what it, it came out sounding like. It was came out like 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 Wayne's, uh, you know, comfort is, you know, Gus and Brew Puppers, cigarette and that gay show he used to really like, but doesn't let himself watch too often because mm. it's like, ugh, you know, it's it's a gay show, but mm. he just really needs the gay fix right now. Like he just <laughs> cannot deal. Like he just really needs to, you know, watch a bunch of like a platoon full of gay soldiers like dancing around this one cr- crusty old general, you know, and uh, you know the hag that protects them. So it to me it came out of completely different. It's like basically his version of sitting with a pint of ice cream and watching Will and Grace. Sure. That's what I that's like how it came off to me. I like that. That's good. Yeah, I mean that's not how I took it. Look, there's shows that I'm nostalgic <laughs> for. Look. Benny Hill could not be made right now, but oh my I'd watch the shit out of a, a Benny Hill marathon. I love right Benny now. Hill. I have Benny Hill DVD sitting right now. But Benny Hill was a horrible <laughs> show. Like it could not be shown right now, but I'm still nostalgic yeah, for that show. So this is, this is what I'm saying. He it's didn't not, like it. Be- he didn't like the show because no, it was you're, homophobic. You're, you're missing my because point. Because he was nostalgic miss- for the show. Fine. You're missing my point, uh-huh. but that's okay. Okay. <laughs> the, that show, the whole punchline was always about making fun of the gays. Whereas mm-hmm. every other PC, every other, on a show from the eighties that was, or seventies that wasn't PC. Uh, it's, it's, it's like to make fun of everybody. You're, you're giving a lot <laughs> of weight to a made up show. That's yeah. I'm not getting, anyway. I'm, I'm just, I'm, okay. I'm giving my color based mm-hmm. on gotcha. what I saw. All right. Yeah. Anna. <laughs> yes. uh, what did you, what are your initial <laughs> thoughts for this? episode? Please tell us. <laughs> um, not one of my favorites, to be honest, just because it's, again, it's too, it's very, I like that it's plot driven, but it is very, the plot is all hockey. Mm-hmm. And I like Clatter Kenny basically because I like watching Kiso and, you know, and Nathan banter on screen or Riley and Jonesy 
but there's not a lot of interaction. You know, it's all, you know, for me, it's all about the chemistry between every particular kind of couple that plays off each other. And if there's not a lot of that going on, good chirping from Shorzy, uh, the fart and the poop is a little, yeah, it's getting a little stale, but it's like musical accompaniment at this point. And it's like, you know, you can't kill the theme music, the beloved theme music for a show, mm -hmm. you know, eight seasons and you can't just change the theme music. And so that's basically fart noises are Shorzy's theme music at this point. Yeah, or punctuation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and it is how he punctuates his sentences. Yeah. So like, okay, fine. I'll allow it. And I love that they finally called out, what do you eat? Yeah. Because that has been hanging over there. Like just a big red question mark, like, Shorzy, come on, yeah. man. Eat a vegetable. Like, what are you? <laughs> Sounds like he's chugging nothing but protein shakes. I mean, what is happening? Maybe maybe there? he's lactose intolerant. <laughs> he's drinking a lot I of milk. Yes, maybe. Maybe he needs to give up dairy. Maybe yeah. he needs to do something. I don't know. I just can't see. I don't understand how he manages to, you know, score as, as much as he apparently does, mm -hmm. even if half of what he makes, you know, what he talks about is made up. We already saw. In a previous episode that that uh, Jonesy and Riley's moms really did ask about him. Yep. So presumably at least some of it is not made up. Mm -hmm. How on earth can he possibly pull when he's always making these disgusting <laughs> smells and noises? I mean, Puck bunnies. <laughs> pug bunnies enjoy that sort of, okay maybe there's a subsection of pug bunnies maybe. that are specifically into scat but <laughs> I just I'm sorry but if, if a guy but all fairness, they don't see that. Yes, yeah, right? okay. No, 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 no. If you bring a guy to a hotel room and he goes to the bathroom, as he presumably eventually will, not only will you will not see it, but you will hear and smell it. And boy, does that kill the mood. So funny quick story on that. One oh, of the dear. one oh, of dear. the first oh, no. uh -oh. I don't know. One of the first oh, times no. Jen and I went away when we started dating, we we rented this little cabin north of here. When we got there, we didn't realize this. They had a compostable toilet oh, or composting, yeah. to composting toilet. So there's a bit of a process behind this thing. Yeah. And it was the smallest little place in the world. And the door to the bathroom was just basically a sliding screen. So oh. my point was we got to know each other very well that weekend. And, uh, <laughs> We're we're doing fine. So it, it's it, it's. If a you're good working test. to establish intimacy with a potential partner, nothing okay. will bring you closer than a too small toilet. Oh, okay. So this. But is, if Shorzy's trying to, you know, just get somebody in the sack, <laughs> this would be a serious impediment. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I mean, and and the thing is, all these you know, all these pug bunnies know each other. This would get around. Like, oh, are you with a guy who, who who farts a lot? Oh, yeah. No, seriously. Like, put a cork in there, buddy, or something. Oh, so do you want to tell this story? Oh, they have a good one. I can see. She's got her hand on Al's shoulder. <laughs> they're both looking at each other with fuck. And now they're going to tell us. So go. <laughs> this could be the reason why we're, we're going on 21 years. I think it is. Go ahead. I really do think it is. So our honeymoon. <clears throat> so we went to Mexico and upon arrival, I, I realized that my stomach, I ate something bad on the plane and I had... Um, then we ordered soup and then it went from bad to worse. And, um, I, we <laughs> Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> I was very, very sick and we're in a very beautiful, uh, hotel room and the bathroom, the bathroom <laughs> has slotted door. Like the, the whole, it, it's like basically a blind. Yeah. <laughs> 
I know the doors you're talking about. <laughs> and everything I'm doing is absolutely smelt and heard and, and echoed into the room. And it got to the point where I was like, th these damn pills that I had taken, it says, take a pill every time you have a loose stool. And I'm like popping these pills and to the point where I can't even fart because I put them in a Pez so dispenser? backed up. We were, we were basically locked in the room for a week without being able to leave because I couldn't move. I was in so much distress. It's a good thing. It was a two week honeymoon because the first oh week was a write off. God, it was such wow. a write off. Did you get to leave during the day? No, not really. Well, I mean, during the day I might've gone for a walk or whatever, but I, I think we, I watched you in the pool from the, from yeah. the comfort of the, <laughs> of the balcony. Cause I couldn't go too far. And then we went to the, <laughs> and, then, and then we finally, like, I went for a little walk and like the cramps were so bad. I had to hold on to the light posts as we're walking around the resort. Anyways, we got a little bit better, a little bit better. And then we decided, okay, we got to make the most of this last week. And we went for a massage and this woman she starts massaging my butt. She's like, she's trying to relax me. And I'm like, you don't want me to relax lady. Like this is tight for a reason. I'm like, I'm locking things in right now. <laughs> it was just, it was so funny. So yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah we, got, love. we got real close. Yeah. Actually. I remember every time I farted, you were like, Ole, because we were in Mexico. So <laughs> just made fun of it. Just, just had fun. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on to ratings matt what do you give this episode i'm torn mm. there's there's a lot of good mm. um but you guys all set different perspectives so it's 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 i'm gonna give it a clearance but i'm gonna give it a high clearance because oh. yeah i don't know i mean there was a lot of good stuff here but i feel like our scale is has been challenged lately um, Anna made some good points about her perspective on the show, which I like. Hmm. Um, again, I didn't understand a lot of hockey references, so that pulls me away. I was glad to see Shorzy in a... I, I like this version of Shorzy in this episode, opposed to the last couple episodes of season seven there, uh, where it was just way over the top. I thought he was good here. There was, some, there was a lot of good laughs, but yeah, I, I just... I don't know. I, it's a very high clearance, but I just, mm -hmm. I can't quite give it a fresh because there's something holding me back. I don't know whether well, it was just some gaps in them, what was going on. I appreciate the storyline. I just wanted, I, I desperately wanted some classic letter Kenny moments. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like they, it wasn't there. Okay. Disappointing. Tang. <laughs> um, um, I, I really liked that they looped back to uh, the 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 end of the last season mm -hmm. and that Wayne, um, you know, we got to see him go through that again. And they, they really did flash back mm -hmm. uh, to a, a portion of that uh, last episode. So I like that they did that because I hate when they leave us hanging. Mm -hmm. um, I think the show had a lot of great moments in it. Um how about you you want to talk about the one you asked me to rewind a few times? I I, I was gonna say, and I really like that they find and they looped around to Stuart and and how we ended the last show and him. And we haven't talked about that at all. No, no we, we haven't. We yeah, haven't. no one's brought that up. 
<clears throat> Tanya made me rewind it and, and pause it. She, well, because it went so fast and I just needed another opportunity in order to, to enjoy really, Stuart. I just needed to Stuart. see what happened there and make sure I took well, it. All that happened is Stuart got even hotter. <laughs> yes. So that was lovely. Um, uh-huh. Yes. Uh, we, 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 yeah, we rewound and, and play. I think three two, three times. Pause. So mm-hmm. yeah, right. He did a really good job working out. He did. Yes. I wonder what the sequence of filming was on this. Like, okay, uh, is this airbrushed or like what's happening? No. There? So like, I mean, when Tyler was really on, lived for like two months, when Tyler was on our podcast, he, he, he mentioned to us, he, he said at the end yeah. of the previous season, uh, Kiso came to him and challenged him. Can you put on, uh, Forget how much weight and and in muscle uh, for the right. next season and uh, and uh, that must have been really hard to and do. He said, "Yeah, wow. challenge accepted." And he he yeah. talked about it all year. He all he ate was like chicken breasts and and protein shakes and stuff. Yeah, he yeah yeah. It looks no like sugar, that because he was body fat non existent. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just oh yeah. delicious. A guy like that's hard delicious. to put on that kind of weight. <laughs> yeah, because he's no, a noticeable he's a weight. Skinny little thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, a big guy. And so. I and it's hard when you bulk, you bulk. Mm-hmm. When you and then you have to cut. You keep, it's really hard to do that at once. Yeah. So you presumably did a couple of bulking cutting cycles. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's it's quite amazing the transformation and mm-hmm. uh, good on him. And it looks great. And I can't wait to see more. I hope there's oil. <laughs> oh yeah, oil Just and tanning. Turn, turn and oil. Oh, there, that scene that Trace can't wait for you to see is still coming. Oh, is it? This wasn't it. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. Uh, that's exciting. Yes. That's exciting. <laughs> uh, so, what do you give this episode? Um. It, it is. It's it's a tricky episode. I didn't get a whole lot of the the hockey references. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of laughing going on. It was just as as uh, on Anna saying is it was it was just like a lot of story and building um, the 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 plots right. Um, it's hard. I I, I kind of feel like Matt like. It's oh, damn it. Come on. I'm gonna say, and you know what? Damn it. Go with your gut. You can always change. We've changed I'll, before. We won't hold you to it. I'll say it's a high clearance as well. Oh, yeah. Okay, clearance. It, it's really hard because I want to yeah. give it a fresh. Mm-hmm. But well, here I'm let, with you. I really did enjoy the episode. I let just, me help you both. This one is an easy, easy fresh for me. This and okay. I got all the ho- <laughs> I got all the hockey stuff. So and I enjoyed the the sports center stuff. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed the way they carried the the story from the previous season, yeah. unlike they've done before. I think they're setting the season up really nicely. I think of all the the season one episodes. I mean, uh, or episode one of all the seasons. Yes, season one was was obviously the best one because it dropped, drew everyone in. There's a couple of really good ones, but there's a couple of really bad ones that we've had where we're like, yeah, it started off lukewarm. This one did not start off. This yeah, one here started. With nothing all, you're saying is wrong. Yeah, right. The 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 bathroom scenes, Victor. I can't disagree with you anymore. It wasn't about the farts. It was about. Shorzy's pre-game ritual, Tan- Tannis coming in and feeding him information like like uh, uh, coming to it. That that information was so dumb. What what are I they agree both, with this. What, the information they, was pointless yeah. and yeah. weirdly. It was to general. give him. It was yeah. factual. It was factual, yeah. but that yeah. it's just to give him 
Like you're so you're so you're, for you're, his being chirping. Such, you're being such a fanboy right no, now. But no, anyway, no, I, I disagree. <laughs> this was a re- this is a really strong episode. I really enjoyed yeah, it. It's sure, an easy, yeah. easy fresh for me. All right, uh, and uh, <laughs> you guys are all wrong so far. Cle- clearly, clearly, and you know those sh- muscles shine so bright they blinded <laughs> your reasoning. And but I mean, anyway, I didn't care about the Stuart reveal, but I did really enjoy the slow mo of the uh, big city slams walking into the the skid. Larry, that was kind of fun. Um, Victor. <laughs> For me, it is the clearest of clearances. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and there was, there was, there was, there wasn't any wavering back and forth about whether this should be a fresh or, or a compost. It's, it was a clearance all the way. Um, I, everything that you said about this, except for your uh, explanation of the bathroom scenes, uh, everything was, <laughs> was agreeable uh, and, and, and to the point to say, yes, exactly. And it's a clearance. Um, no. So it's, I, don't, I don't disagree with your synopsis of the show, uh, but you're, you're, you know, so you're, you're really, you, you know, you're really pushing it with some of your, uh, uh, and, and, and Matt, you wanted to return to old uh, letter. Kenny, we had to return to the tr- produce stand. We had a repeat of Dan going, Oh, Hey there ground. Like he's looking at Katie and getting caught by, by, by dairy yeah, this time. There was, was some so good m- moments. Was so yeah. That was great. That was great. What's your point? That was great. And then, there was uh, okay. I know I can't, I, can, I know I can't sway you, but I think I can sway Matt here. Right. So <laughs> no, listen, I'm close. I was just, I know. So like I said, I enjoyed the, the, it. The Canadian, pro- the references to the Canadian provinces, the new fees, just every, I, mean, I know I'm probably going to regret my rating, yeah, I think but you will. I, I've been really craving. I think that's what Anna was talking about too. Like some of the banter between, uh, to Derry and Wayne, all that. Like I, I miss a lot of those scenes mm-hmm. and we're not, we're getting little snippets of it, but then they're backing off and going somewhere else. The um, funniest part of the show was when when Derry told Dan to take it down twenty uh, percent. That yeah. was that, no. that was the only time I laughed in the episode really out loud, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I thought that was great, yeah. <laughs> and there wasn't enough of that. <laughs> yeah, well, even when when Dan his outburst around yeah, you know yeah. getting down in that hole, mm-hmm. yeah, and with your buddy, like that was one of the best scenes. Like that yeah. was the Classic. best one of my favorite moments yeah. of this show. Oh, he went him. all in on that. Oh, oh yeah, it was amazing. His voice and, uh, and then them running his back. His voice into broke. Yeah, there yeah. were yeah. tears. There was a sob threatening to come through. <laughs> I he felt just, his pain. He dug deep. That was yeah. Yeah. memories of watching those cartoons. That was yeah. his <laughs> Emmy moment right there. Yeah, definitely <laughs> Emmy moment. Yeah, that was but, awesome. I mean, all right that there. to say, something's just holding me back. I'm like, I'm not excited about the episode. Mm-hmm. And, I'm excited and, oh, about and, moments, but I'm not excited about the whole. And the other thing that uh, uh, back to uh, the connecting to what Tanya said earlier, actually, you know, they threw. Um, uh, they they threw our poor hockey guys to the wolves, uh, all all to try to get Wayne out of his uh, yeah you know yep. lump, mm-hmm. and it was all for nothing because he ended up going back in. Yeah, it was so, worth a try though. It was worth a try. Yeah. Yeah, but it was they sacrificed. They sacrificed them, and it was all for nothing. Uh, so I, it's just you know, it's it's. Uh, I don't like that. All right, Anna, <laughs> what what rating do you give this one? I'm gonna go ahead and join the clearance crew. Okay. Um, I mean, I expect this from you. I mean, you're American and you're not a hockey fan, so I, I, I get wow. it. That's, that's I watch wow. my Mestari when it comes on, all right? Okay. Just, I don't watch Canadian <laughs> hockey. I watch Finnish hockey. <laughs> Uh, I would. I'll watch Finns. Uh, Finns versus Swedes or Finns versus Russians any day. Oh wow! Um, it's a deep cut. 
But yeah, Malman Mester is pretty much the only one I watch like with any regularity, just for the funsies. Um, <laughs> no, I stopped watching hockey when I was in Russia, and uh, there uh, was, that's fair enough. Yeah, um, it's not. <sighs> I thought that even with hockey, they could have done more. Mm-hmm. There was it was there. I thought their digs could have been better. I thought that. You know, pulling up a couple of really kind of irrelevant wiki facts about each province and then doing a random chirp about it that has no relevance to anything is. I suppose a part of it is just you pick something to talk about and you talk about it to confuse the other guy. Yeah. More than, you know, even insult him. But Mm -hmm. I just thought it was a strange thing that you just like pick pot like well but that's no that's what be like okay if if if, like even to any non-hockey player person you talk about people from bc they're the hippies they're the pot smokers they're 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 the sandal wearers they are that's what they're known for that's their stereotype so they're hippie canada yeah they're hippie canada for sure it's an but it's such an it's just an uh, it's an odd choice of like insult to me um no yeah well again they were just finding a super generic specific it's a little yeah it's not just that to that area no has nothing to do with sportsmanship with skill with hockey with anything it's Mm -hmm. just like pick you know a theme and do and just talk about it into a microphone it's a bit improv you know and improv is my favorite trip not usually only fun for the people involved in improv listening to improv is usually kind of trying yeah. For everybody involved, unless you're really, really good. And this one kind of fell flat. My favorite um, my favorite chirp was from the Eagles coach, actually, when he chirped the ref saying, what are you getting a contact high from being around the BC players? Because he was <laughs> blowing calls or something like that. I thought that was funny. But anyway. I guess yeah, that was, I mean, that was okay. Like the newfies were the best part of the hockey. Yeah. Like the actual, the new, the two newfie guys with that dialogue, that <laughs> indecipherable so dialogue. Good. Allegedly, it was the best part if you could understand it. (laughs) No, the understanding it was the part of it is the it's the trying to desperately to decipher what the hell is happening. I was reading the captions and I still couldn't get it. This was the part where you identify with where the whole like lineup of the Eagles with the Fisky, you know, goes completely awry. Where you expect it to start doing, they're starting to do their lineup of. uh, of, I did appreciate how they did that. Get off the ground. I'm I'm actually. Quite shocked that Al and Matt didn't look up some of those newfie references in order to to well, have. Well, I mean, a- Matt explained a couple of them. I knew a few, like tr- throwing hands. That's just fighting. Yeah. Uh, and and the the thing that Matt said, and they were they were commenting on how most of the Eagles team didn't look like they were native. So I got that much of it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there was a bunch of it that, that was just. Yeah. No, but that was the newfies were like good kind of classic vaudeville mm-hmm. clowns. Great. Always good when it's done well. Yeah. You know, very, very good. Um, the the breakup in the lineup of, you know, the starting from Fisky where he just completely fumbled <laughs> and just said, shut up was great because yeah. again, it sets up the expectation of the passing of the lineup and mm-hmm. just whizzes it down his pant leg. Great. Um, did, yeah. So other than that, I obviously Trevor K. Wilson doing his committing to his, you mm-hmm. know, hard, heavy, emotional outburst over cartoons excellent beyond that 
I, there were a couple of bright spots with dialogue. Mm-hmm. Shorzy calling Riley a ra- labradoodle was an insult <laughs> for the ages because it's so goddamn accurate. <laughs> I mean, you just think about it like, yep, that you got him. <laughs> that is, mm-hmm. it's a labradoodle. It's a go- it's it's a golden retriever more even more, but it's yep, that's it. That's a puppy. Um just watching them crush the cans when they're being undermined by Shorzy from the back, you know, during their interview where they're trying to be all serial. Great. Um, Wayne's indulgence in the gay show was, I really I could have used a lot more of that and I could have used more of them bringing in um, Derry and uh you know, every just bring in everybody, you know, mm-hmm. have them all watch the show, have them remember Uncle Eddie. You know, this could have been more. Again, this it's it's a little bit yeah, I, I like, feel like they kind of underdeveloped they they galloped over some things and underdeveloped them like that show, like, yeah, let's let's have him and Katie remember watching this with Uncle Eddie. Let's yeah. have him call Uncle Eddie, you know. I like the insight together. it gave a little bit into their childhood though, you know, saying they yes. weren't they weren't allowed to watch TV, they had to sneak over. We already knew Eddie. they didn't have birthdays, yeah. but now we're getting a little bit more like, okay, yeah, we're it's solidifying that, you know, what their childhood was like. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, so it's I don't know. Oh, and of course, the final chirping scene where they, you know, Wayne and Derry let loose. A couple of points I didn't like was the, you know, the, again, the, with the those gay jokes really were gay jokes where they were where he was. They were, you know, he was uh, accusing the guys of being you know, sucking each other off, yeah, sucking yeah. each other off. Yeah. That see, that's the difference. Like that is a gay joke. Mm-hmm. Where's the other yeah, because he's watching that show. Of course, you got influence. <laughs> again, no. Again, I still think that like what they were going for with Misfire was like more. You know, the butt of the joke is not is the the old general rather than yeah. anything else. But, you don't need but, to uh, explain to Victor. He's he's a lost cause. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, well, my cat, I my cat disagrees. Um, so so yeah. So, but I loved the. Hi, this is Kat. Um, she wants to be in my lap right now. Um, but what I really loved was Kiso standing all 5'10", mm-hmm. insulting Riley, you're so 5'11". Yeah. That's such a great insult. It would never have worked if Kiso was tall. Mm-hmm. It works so well because he is a small dude. Mm-hmm. Is this... It's like that what a great insult. Like, I don't even know what you do you even know what you meant? You meant you were average, but you're below average. What is that? Yeah. Nope. Just you know, you're so 5'11. Yeah. It's it's a bit like with the pot insults, just it's something you make get in your head, you know. So he's just getting in his head. I, I will say that, that that final barrage of insults weren't wasn't as clever as they've been in the past. Like uh, I think back to, no, to it, episode it one, season but one. I when, love the five eleven one. Yeah, when when Riley and Jonesy first show up at the at the laneway and you come in men for all of us and all that stuff, those were smart, funny chirps. These weren't so much so smart. Uh, they were more just kind of a uh, yeah. The opening, the opening scene reigns supreme. Mm-hmm, like sure. with that opener, yeah. Because also because it kept going back and forth because they kept switching. You you go from this couple of dudes to the other couple, and they 
there's more cold by spitter. Yeah. You know, yeah. they get to do, they get to respond physically. They yeah. get to do some more of the, yeah. you know, physical visual gags, timing, tarps off boys, you know, mm-hmm. they get to, it's more interactive. Whereas this was more, again, more one-sided, not quite as smooth. Yeah. The writing, well, not as crisp. Yeah. So yeah, again, clearance for me because it, it felt a little rushed, a little underdeveloped, a little raw. You know, a good, you know, some ideas they could have dropped, some they could have done more with. So, eh, you know. All right. Fair enough. Uh, like you're, you're firmly in the minority on this. Apparently, all, yeah. I, I yeah. mean, I really, I really, maybe because I was just happy to have another episode to recap. And, and last season, <laughs> last season was such a, not a great season. So this one here, I thought it was a good start. Anyway, let's move on to top fives. I think this is going to be quick. I don't, uh, Matt, does this make any of your top fives? No, no Tanya, no. No. Uh, it, it, even though I give it a fresh, I mean, my top five is r- right now pretty much written in stone. I can't remember if there's anything that might even come close to knocking one of those off. Victor? Oh, no. no. Uh, Anna, I don't expect you to give us your top five, but maybe you want to. No, run, but run. I mean, this one wouldn't. No. It does not. Yeah. You know, again, all all I remember before I rewatched it, I remembered it mostly for the really terrible misfire idea mm-hmm. because it was not that the idea I, thought, I didn't think it was. You know, again, I thought I viewed it as a you know kind of a proto Will and Grace type show that is Wayne's guilty pleasure, but the the actual writing was so bad. Like he, I know you guys are trying to imitate, but you know, you know, but you can't just say your Canada's mash and then come up with this crap. You have to write something that resembles mash. Yeah. Mash is very funny mm-hmm. and very clever. Yes. Whereas you make this, this was like several paragraphs of the same exact joke. Exactly. Yeah. And it was a bad joke and it wasn't even a joke and the delivery was bad. And you're like, okay, so the point is that it's horrible. Yes, absolutely. The point but is, but it that- only works if you can contrast it with something really good, but it, you don't contrast it. Wayne is just watching it passively. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, again, like, mm, no, like you do something else with this or, you know, do it better or do something else. All right. Again, you know, you, you do not get to grab mash and like that is, you know, that's stolen valor. You do not get to steal <laughs> that valor and write that crap. You, you can compare it to mash when you come up with good one liners. Fair enough. All right. Let's move on to uh, a se- segment of the show that actually was born uh, from the last time you were on here, Anna. And that's the postage.store MVP. Uh, Matt. <laughs> Who's your MVP for this episode? Brother Dan. All right. Nice and direct. I, I take it it's for his Emmy uh, Emmy it nominated was, performance. It was so good. It, that scene made me so happy. Yeah. And I felt every bit of his emotion. Okay. So yes, he gets it. Dan. Um, Squirrely Dam for his uh drama. Mm-hmm. Um, Stuart for his ripped muscles. <laughs> okay. For that zero point five seconds that he was I know, screen. right? Like he spoke nothing. <laughs> she but had he to didn't make me stop to. and rewind and pause. Just and so I think can... he deserves some, you know, <laughs> respect right. and re- recognition for all that right, hard work down. that he put Take down. about twenty percent off of that. There. <laughs> it's all the rips, reps, and revelations. <laughs> Uh, all right, my uh, I'll, I'll give Squid and an honorable mention, but I'm going to give my MVP to Riley and Jonesy. I thought they were they were a lot of fun in this episode. They did a lot, a lot of heavy lifting throughout the episode, uh, and uh, so I'll, I'll give it to them. Um, I thought I thought they were great, Victor. 
Oh, I got to give it to my OG MVP, and that's uh, Squirrely Dan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very nice. And Anna. You know, I'm torn because I was going to say Squirrely Dan, but you got me thinking about Ryland and Jonesy again. They really are. They are heavy lifters on the show. And the more you think about it, the more you realize just how much of the show hinges directly on their impeccable delivery <laughs> and timing. Just it's it, they make it look so easy. But my God, is it hard to pretend to be that dumb so well <laughs> with such excellent timing, delivery, intonation, interplay. I, it's just it's you know how I mean, I don't know if you guys read uh, P.G. Woodhouse, but, you know, you remember sometimes that all these books about Jeeves are supposed to be written from the point of view of a not very bright young man. But my God, do they manage to get their point across? So how how much harder is it to play dumb? Now, to be fair, to be fair, that that sorry, I missed the that, harmony. That that, 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 that practice, <laughs> the practice, the practice interview they were doing at the end before they got totally uh, violated. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they they were delivering those lines in an impeccable way mm-hmm. uh if if you reflect back on kind of the 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 verbiage that they were using and uh they were they that was really 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 well done that if you're if you were looking for some acrobatics uh uh you you, you got it in that last scene just before they got violated yeah so and they, they their their dialogue is always just and somehow i don't know why Kiso, I don't know who uh, Kiso writes dialogue and um, what's and his Tierney, Jacob Tierney. And, this one, this right. episode is written by Kiso and Tierney. Right, they somehow don't miss when it comes to the hockey boys. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Well, Kiso's like, a hockey boy, like he's maybe that is maybe it's the deep like knowledge yeah. of the scene, mm-hmm. but he never they never they always come correct when it comes to hockey banter. Even when it's, you know, but, but he misses some, they do miss sometimes on some of the other with stuff. other stuff, yeah. but when those two are on, it's just, it is, they're in, they're, they're the perfect vaudeville couple. Yeah. You had something. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to add in, um, it's been weighing on my brain trying to figure out why Tannis is still recording the, the hockey. <laughs> and, and I'm just wondering here, like, is she running down the whole province thing and trying to feed into what she's going to get out of those recordings? Like, I'm kind of wondering, is it like a rock'em sock'em kind of um, thing mm. that she's going for? Like, I know you guys have already watched it, but mm-hmm. this is what I'm kind of wondering. Is it, is, is that where she's going with this? Well, I, I, so I know where it's going, uh, but I'll let you guys speculate, uh, Matt and Victor, since you guys don't know where it's going. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea, and I'd rather you not tell us. Yeah, no, I'm no, not. I'm not going to. Us. That's why I'm letting you guys talk it out. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I think she's feeding into it. Mm. I don't think. Yeah, Matt, I mean, Matt cares. <laughs> no, I can't. But I, be, I talked about this at all the other ones. Mm. It's, I mean, it definitely caught my eye again. This episode. What the fuck yeah. are they doing? Why do they keep recording? Because it was noted I'm, back to to her putting on headphones mm. and and them like they did a shot purposely mm. yeah, and, showing. And I, and I don't know who her target is. I've always assumed that she's building ammunition. 
for something. That that was my take. I thought they were just making viral videos for you know young people to. Yeah, it was for well, that's what they said. Cousins, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what she said. And I just, I mean, I don't buy it. Maybe I'm wrong. Again, I don't remember or I'm not Tennis there yet. Tennis always has something in her back I just, pocket. I just She's don't always... find it. Well, I, I figured it was something like if she builds up um, a, f- a fan base for the team based on those videos, it will attract sponsors or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. That's well, what so I, that's a that's good point I, to bring up a, a, a little um, detail that I don't know if you guys caught on, but there is a sponsor in this episode. I did notice uh, that. the an- energy drink, and it's called Bro Dudes. With yeah, the, the cancer <laughs> crushing with during the, the, the bear logo. And they had like a, a scarf or something, a towel. Yeah. And, and at the center ice of the um, um, Eagles rink had the Bro Dude logo on there. So uh, just want to bring that up because it is is an important point i think uh, as we go forward that there's this new sponsor this energy drink called bro dudes yeah no it's interesting i i don't see the connection yet between mm-hmm. that and possibly tennis i just i just don't find it particularly interesting what mm-hmm. is being recorded and that's the and so i've always kind of, almost kind of just forgotten about it to say okay that's happening but mm-hmm. i don't really care that much because it's just not interesting <laughs> so I'm, I'm not sure who will find it interesting and so it will be interesting to see what <laughs> what that does uh 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 come to was rock'em sock'em was that a u.s thing or a no, canadian, canadian thing? Don no. Cherry. no that was that was don that was don cherry and yeah, that i knew that one and that was and that was that was those tapes were fun it was all about yeah. fights and, and, big and hits. They, they probably sold in the u.s too because did they? americans yeah. love the fights uh sorry anna i don't know if you did you give the mvp was it square the end or did you give it to riley and jonesy i'm gonna give it to the boys all right Rallying and dope. also, uh, also honorable mention, um, Shorzy's poor suffering butthole. <laughs> okay, that's a that's a Victor. Uh, that's a Victor MVP reference there. right there. Shorzy's butthole. All right. I, I would no, give it, it to the been por- the I would give it to. I would give it to the porcelain. Yeah. I was just. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I so got that one. All right, this is this has been great. Uh, I have no listener comments. No listener. I got a point, man. I got a point. I I I said it before he did. I knew what it was going to be. We're not playing that game anymore. I don't care. I still got the point. (laughs) All right, we have no listener comments, uh, so we'll uh, move on to final thoughts. Matt, what are your final thoughts for today for this week? I'm I'm glad we're into new. I mean, for me, we're Mm -hmm. in new territory. So this is fun. Um, I'm looking forward to every week to come going forward. Uh, Anna, great seeing you. It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, I love that you left us with this MVP game, which turned down a very dark path for a while and <laughs> let us astray. But it's been, a, it's been a journey. Uh, Victor seems to have brought himself back into nor- normality mm-hmm. a little bit. But, uh, you know, who knows? we got a whole season ahead of us. So we'll see what comes. All right, Tanya. Um, Anna, thank you so much for coming out. I love your mind. I love the way you look at at all the the episodes and 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 just pick it apart i love it i love it i love it so thank you so much for coming on and um yeah looking forward to uh the 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 season for sure Mm -hmm. anna thank you uh i'm i'm glad you're safe and and dry where where you are and uh seeing all that stuff and um yeah it's it's, you know luck of the draw yeah uh and um 
you know, thanks for joining us tonight. It's been a while. Hopefully it won't be as long for the next, your next appearance. Although we're all booked up until the new seasons, but hopefully we can get you on for season 10. Uh, thanks as always for joining us. Thank you for your contribution for the posters.store MVP. That's, that's been a fun part. Don't thanks listen, for the shout out. Yeah, don't listen to what everyone else is saying. It is a fun part of the, of the show. <laughs> Victor. Uh, yeah, um, I'm. I'm actually. I I really enjoyed the cold open of this episode, and I was. Uh, I I kind of felt almost like a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. until we got to the, the bathroom scene, uh, uh, where <laughs> where I kind of got substantially less fresh. Where where you know, okay, we're starting this season off on a good note, and even though there were some ups and downs, it was a bit of a roller coaster of an episode. It almost dragged on a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did feel that there was there was I it left me with thoughts that this is going to be a better season, mm-hmm. and and so I feel optimistic about that. I'm happy that Anna, you you kind of. Uh, broke bread with us on this episode. We, we, I think uh, uh, you've got the sweet potato happening there, which I'm not sure what that's about. But um, your T-shirt. Uh, your t- <laughs> oh, she looks. T-shirt is. This is actually sad. This is from a place in Hawaii that shut down after quarantine. It didn't survive. Oh no. Uh, yeah, it was like one of my favorite vegan places to eat, and then did not make it out of quarantine. Well, that's 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 terrible. Oh, yeah. I love sweet potatoes, and and uh, I I I would wear a shirt like that for sure. <laughs> and and uh, you you both have something in common. You both have geriatric cats. Uh, Anna's yeah, cat. We, yeah is uh 19 i believe and oh wow we don't quite know how old she is because oh. we got her back into when she was already far older than five and we got her back in like i want to say spring 2007 something hmm. like that so it's a very old kitty and pumpkin oh, is how old pumpkin just turned 14 oh, but 14. but she she she's got a couple of health problems like she's got a uh some uh, uh kidney issues and uh and she's a flat foot meaning that her front paws she doesn't walk on tippy toes anymore so mm-hmm. she 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 the the whole the the whole thing is flat when she walks so mm-hmm. she looks like she is handicapped but she's she's she doesn't know that she is and she's adapted to it and so she looks funny when she walks but but uh, we love her and uh, uh you know she's still moving yeah i mean that's all you can do when they get old is just you know every day is a gift my cat lived until two weeks before her 19th birthday so yeah that is just so wonderful to to spend as much time as possible with them yep uh anna do you have any final comments (sighs) final comments is i hope season the next two seasons focus i hope they finally kill this whole no, 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 no spoilers, no spoilers. So we haven't watched uh, this season or, um, are, are you season talking nine. about? Wait, no, I'm talking about stuff that already happened. Oh, okay. okay. I, I thought you were going to talk about seasons 10 and 11. So don't mention it. No, anything. I'm just, oh, okay. Well, I haven't, I mean, I'm just hoping for the future. Wait, yes. are you, okay. are you saying, are you, are you suggesting I've seen them? No, but I thought you were going to talk about uh, seasons 10 and 11 and allude to anything that Wait happened. Wait a second. I thought happened. we were only at nine. We're, we're on eight. We're so at this eight. is going well. Wait a second. <laughs> anyway. Yes, we're on eight. Well. There's <laughs> only nine has been released. Correct. But Ten I, and when, eleven when are. When Anna out. mentioned new seasons, I know that she's seen the whole series multiple <laughs> times. I was hoping she wasn't talking about seasons ten and eleven. Nine. 
Oh, how do you talk about 10 and well, 11 when it's wait, not even How can aired? I be talking about seasons 10 and 11 because you, you, because you were talking about your hopes for season? Okay, this is getting just <laughs> yes, so now keep going. You're my hopes as well. for the new season. I'm so very intrigued as to what Anna was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure she didn't mention anything from yeah. season eight or nine, but yeah, go on. I think your point came yeah. across there, buddy. Yeah. Al, 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 are you done? I'm, I'm not done yet. Anna, save me here, please. I apologize for interrupting. I, I should have learned my lesson from charcuterie board. No, um, I, I've had it already, you know, Marie Fred and Angie, mm-hmm. uh, enough already. Like, enough of women cheating on Wayne. It's getting old. Uh, I don't know who heard you, Jared, <laughs> but it's enough to, be, you know, talk it over with your therapist, get over it, <laughs> and, uh, you know, or, you know, bury that hurt and alcohol, do something, but come on, buddy, you can't just have everybody cheat on Wayne all the time. <laughs> it's just a unrealistic as any, you know, it, it's like either explain how it keeps happening or why don't just have it keep happening out of nowhere mm-hmm. because so far it's happening out of nowhere for and we're not getting any reason what's what went wrong in these relationships that he's being cheated on all the time they're all long distance relationships that's the problem <laughs> well angie wasn't but no Angie wasn't but yeah well she was she's away high school sweetheart yeah wasn't she a, yeah but then oh. wasn't she away wasn't no, she away? They were dating for five years, uh, starting in high school, and she cheated on him. That's all we know. Yeah. Okay. I thought she went, she left. I thought no, she left. She left him. him, or he broke up with her after she went, you know, with somebody else. But I'll have to, I'll just, have to check the history there. But it's uh, just, yeah. It's, it's a little, you know, I don't know what his problem is, but whatever it is, like it's time to, <laughs> time to turn over a new leaf. He needs to get a belt. Everything will be better when he gets a belt. <laughs> but he buys pants that fucking fit. Yeah, he buys pants that fucking fit, and uh, they fit really well. Like uh. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna play us off here with a song from tonight's episode. It's called "Honest" by the SSRIs. This one's got a bit of a long intro, so we'll let it marinate. Uh, this is the one that's playing during the just before the the fight between the Hicks and the Fricks. And yes, Matt Fricks. <laughs> I was waiting for Matt to call you out on that. No, no, he knows how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all we have for this episode as we take a look at Anna's cat for one last time. And that's join us next week. Time. Well, for t- tonight. Oh. Take it easy there, That's not PC, bro. Oh, my God. No, I, this can't oh end quick enough. God. Join us next week as we recap and review the second episode of Season 8, National Senior Hockey Championship, with our special guest, Eliza. So that means we should be booking a, 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 yes. a, a cast member soon, hopefully. Don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They're at diabolicalcoffee.com. Right now, you can use a promo code PRODUSTAN for 10% off any purchase from their site. Uh, if you'd like to support our podcast, rate us on iTunes, become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site. Or 
Twitter profile at ProtestanPod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at ProtestanPod. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to get the old VCR out and watch some episodes of Misfire, except for Victor. On behalf of Anna, Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. Thank you.